there's plenty of time to treat yourself to something good to eat at our refreshment center. adding okay. people it's tell me when <laughs> you're, you're good you're good it's been nearly up, 20 years in the making this it pack. is the custom underground season one finale i am the real chosen one that's the mad reaper and on the phone we have showstopper customs finally yay finally huh <laughs> so Yes, this is, uh, we're recording live, we're recording a recording of it, so, uh, here we are, I'm gonna go ahead and prop up everything, here's my desk, so you guys can see it, can go ahead and put it down over here. Looking back at 20 weeks in the making, I have, I'm sad the season one's ending, proud of what we've accomplished, anxious to get this info out to the people that we have today and excited for the future yeah for sure same here um this is episode what is it episode 18 i think right is it episode okay here we go uh it's it's episode 17 right okay this is our finale we're live we got showstopper on the phone uh we're live pat's live on facebook i'm live here on instagram um so we're gonna go ahead and uh, get rolling with this uh yeah. All right. Big announcement. I promised that I had special news for the NWF, and we're breaking this news. We have picked out the Gift of the Gods trophy. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and show that. All right. There we go. That is it in all of its beauty. Uh, first of all, I thought of getting something really silly. We had a uh, trophy with a squirrel that said, you stink. I thought that would have been funny. Uh, there's the custom toilet bowl. But ultimately, I wanted it to have the logo, which it does, because it's a beautiful logo. Thank you, Mad Reaper, for that. And also, I wanted it to live I up to... I just ripped it off from Lucha Underground. So I don't What's it. that? I said I just ripped it off from Lucha Underground, so I don't get too much credit. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> And I like it because the stars, to me, remind me of the tokens of the Lucha Underground belt. What's up, Zach? What's up? Yeah, I like it a lot, too. This is... What do you guys think of this great, awesome, big trophy? Yeah, so the NWF's going to be getting that trophy. I got my little phone holder thingy out here, so this is cool. You guys can see how messy my desk is and how cool it is. I want one. Yeah, hey, Joey needs one. Get one. I offered to send you one. <laughs> I want to earn it. 
Yes, but then we would lose a great judge. Season two, <laughs> the, there's going to be a coach face-off. I'm going to judge uh, between the ch- real chosen one and Showstopper Customs. A head-to-head battle between <laughs> making a custom of Pat himself. There we go. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the reference material, being as it is his own face. But, you know, now Pat's face has been plastered over 17 episodes. So here we are. Uh, we like it. We just got it right over here on Instagram. Uh, buddy Zach's joining us. So big shout out to Nick Manawa. Uh, he's he's kind of our uh, producer on the back end for podcast side of it, uh, putting us on Apple. Um, so we got uh, we got a couple of things here we need to cover. Uh, Pat covered the trophy for the NWF, and um, other than that, we we did a one off, our first one off. Uh, what is it, Tetsuya? Natao? How, how do you say that? I'm not even... Uh, NATO. NATO, okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we got him here. And uh, this contest was between uh, uh, King of Figs and Maverick Man. Um, so this was a... You know, this was our one-off... Uh, the NWF came to us and was like, Hey, guys, these two guys here want to face each other. And we're like, all right, yeah, let's do it. What's up, Neptune Figs? Um, so here we go. My scores for King. We'll go ahead and and uh, briefly, if anyone else wants to call anybody else out, contact us. We'll do it. We love one-offs. Yeah, we we love uh, challenges. That's what we're all about here. So um, my scores you can see here for uh, King of Figs. He was the one on the left. I don't have the picture pulled up, so that's uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, you guys can see it on our Instagram page. It is uh, both of them. My scores uh, use the same scorecard as we always do. Uh, overall presentation, I did a 7. Painting skills, at a 7. There we go. Likeness originality, 6. Complexity, 6. Workmanship, 6. For a total of 32. Uh, his his painting, I thought, was a little sloppy. Uh, not in a bad way. Uh, you know, not in like an insulting way. Uh, it was still a really good custom, really solid. He took a different approach. He had the mask. Um... But, uh, you know, there, it, it just was a little sloppy or a little rough around the edges for me. So um, go ahead, uh, Pat. You want to talk about your scores? Sure. I thought the mask was a nice touch, as you said. Um, I was iffy on the new drop to begin with, but I ended up liking it. I wish there would have been a little bit more contrast, maybe, a little bit with it. And uh, you can never really truly get a good hair tone with one color. Yeah. You've talked about that before, so... Mix in a little highlights, you know, things like that. But uh, really quickly, I gave King seven overall presentation, six on painting skills, nine on likeness, nine on complexity, six on workmanship for a total of 37. 37. (laughs) Neptune Fig says the knee pad was kind of blocky. Yeah, I mean, that was really, we got pretty comparable scores there. I think you might have thought it looked a little more like him than I did, and you're probably more accurate because I didn't quite uh, have as much reference material. But uh, Showstopper, you want to give us what you thought about King of Figs? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, the thing is, I can't see my scorecard because it's on my phone, and I'm using my phone. So, <laughs> but, I, but I remember giving him a total of 38. Oh, wow. Okay. Very nice. I can't remember um, what score I gave uh, on each uh, stat, like 
yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. workmanship and, and all of that. But I gave him a total of 38. That I remember. And uh, for his work, I gotta commend his idea of using the mask. It's uh, it's both crafty uh, since that wrestler that's so hard to uh, to, to find a scan to use for him. Yeah. So that idea of giving him the mask is actually quite uh, genius. Big props wow. from Showstopper. I it like is, it. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, it uh, it uh, on the opposite end of it. Always the uh, butt. <laughs> not not a big butt really, <laughs> but uh, there's an art or I, I put a premium on customs where uh, the customizer gets to find the right piece, especially for the face, the head. So, so that that's uh, it's half of it is genius and half of it. Um, is a little Part bit of, of me wants, you know, yeah. uh, to see a face. So, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I completely agree. I think, uh, what was your strong point for it besides the, the head scan? What did you think about the painting or any tips for King of Figs? Uh, okay. So, painting. Um, always top uh, priority of mine. Um, I agree with you. Uh, painting's kind of... Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just use your your term sloppy. It, it, it is it the prettiest uh, I've seen, but uh, there's a lot of uh, improvement that can be uh, done. That, that that's what I can say. Um, the colors themselves, uh, I believe they're correct. They're they're red. Is the same red uh, that he the wrestler uses. Uh, well, the black's black. Um, also, uh, the hair. I, uh, I agree with the hair. Uh, it could have been uh, two-toned or some highlights and not just yellow like that. That's very true. I agree. I agree. Biondo just joined us. Thank you, Zach. All right. Um, also, yeah. for everyone that's going to be in future seasons, head sculpts that you customize or you modify or you make yourself always scored big with Mad Reaper and Showstopper. So any way that you do that, it's going to help you out in the long run. Yeah, I was just going to say, you want to see some good uh, hair techniques, check out uh, Showstopper's latest Ultimate Warrior. I think, man, the hair on that's perfect. Like, that's like, for that era of Ultimate Warrior, you guys got to get some of that depth in there. Um, and, and, you know, like, I know there's Deadlines, uh, King of Figs, and uh, Maverick Man had, like, in uh what a month i think so i understand that he's a tough custom uh speaking of which for maverick there's my scorecard for maverick i gave a uh, eights for overall presentation eight for painting skills seven for uh, likeness originality and seven for complexity and seven for uh, workmanship um what's up wwe nerd we got a couple buddies joining us on instagram um, this is for the one-off, Maverick. Uh, you did a great job. I did approve uh, of the use of decals. I thought it looked great on the back. Um, it's always tough because you have, uh, you know, a sloppier, maybe hand-painted or logo, and then a cleaner computer-generated decal. But it's one of those things where I've always preached about it. Um, I think Showstopper feels similar. It's the end product that matters. So as long as you have yep. a clean custom at the end of the day, 
that's that's the goal, right? There's no there's no pride in I guess having all hand painted custom if he looks sloppy, which is why I redid yep. my Alistair Black. But uh, guys, so he got a thirty seven out of fifty for me. Wait, say that again. I said he just got a thirty seven out of fifty for me. And who, what did King get? Uh, thirty. I can't remember. Lower. I have Maverick no, winning. Okay. So Maverick thirty two. I think okay. thirty two. I think thirty two. Uh, well, you know, Maverick broke one of my cardinal sins, and he knew it was going to cost him. He used torsos that were of different colors, and that drives me nuts. So, but I did think that the um, the logos, the all the all design, I thought he did a really good job on. And I'm I'm with you. There's no point in painting it if it's not going to be perfect. If you're better with decals, use decals. If you're you know, BW and you want to paint it yourself, go ahead. But, you know, whatever works for you, I believe, is best. Play to your strengths. So I gave Maverick a six in overall presentation, eight in painting skills, uh, seven in likeness and originality, eight in complexity, and six in workmanship for a total of 35. Oh, so uh, Maverick. One and one. Maverick won on your score, too. Oh, one and one. So King one of Figs won. Wow. So, showstopper. Or the tiebreaker. All right. Okay. Well, once again, I, I don't have the specifics of my scores, but I remember his score. I gave him a 40. Oh, nice. there you go. Very nice. So, it's a. What, what was something you really liked about that custom? Well, it was clean. Between the two, that is a clean custom. What did you think of the head scan? Um, that's a David Otunga head scan, right? Oh, I think it might be. Yeah, I guess I can really double check that. Guys, if you're watching on Instagram. It's also what I'm going to be using on mine. I have uh, Naito um, lined up uh, somewhere in January, I think. Oh, nice. And I'm going to be using the same head. Yeah, I thought that head looked really well. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the hair, the sculpt in the hair, um, it's understandable that it looks that way because the, the real wrestler really has um, unruly hair like that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, to me, the sculpt is kind of thick. Uh, it could have been a little more thinner overall, but. Uh, it's a nice touch. It's really. It, I. I. I think. I believe that. Getting that hair, that actual style of hair that the wrestler has, is a tough one to do. So props uh, to Maverick on attempting that. Wow. So that's that's great praise, and that puts uh, Maverick. Yeah. Maverick winning, right? So Maverick ended up winning our one-off. A congrats to the first challenge. Um, we'll also announce that on our Instagram, but you guys heard it here first. If you guys are joining, we got C-A-W over here. What's up, brother? Uh, Clean Alistair, uh, Neptune, Zach. Thanks, bros. Is uh, it on there? Yeah, yeah. C-A-W's hey, on Yondo. here, buddy. Thanks for not coming on my feed. Appreciate that. Uh, Biondo, Falcon. Uh, cool to see everyone on here. Um, Mexican wrestler customs I have. I love Mexican wrestlers. I have one from Only Bone Dust here. This is uh, La Parka. But, um, 
Yeah, so Shut that up, man. was the results from our uh, first one-off. Do you have the little parker uh, in front of you? What? Do you have the little parker right there? Yes, sir. Show it off, man. Show it off. That is, that is Lonely Bone Dust. Lonely Bone Dust. Yeah. Man, you stole that one away from me. If you guys remember my uh, comments on the on one of the earlier ones, I was like, hey, if you ever want to get rid of it, let me know because uh, I like that figure. Um, and I'm, I'm doing a commemorative uh, kind of display for this first season, which uh, leads me to our next point. He has um, one of these to display it with. We got our, our trophies, and, and you know we can't uh, emphasize enough the support that you've all given us. I got to especially yeah. also thank uh, Showstopper. You've, you've been a great help along this way. I know when I uh, approached you about this she idea. Crazy ideas, just it, like us. It probably sounded crazy. <laughs> when I when I first approached Pat about this idea, it sounded crazy. But you know, like I wanted a tournament that was like a uh, show. So with that being said... Um, tournament like a show, and we wanted to build a community. And without you guys, that would not have been possible, both you, the fans, and everyone that was in this, and Nick Manoa and Showstopper. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so we have two things here. Two things. Two things here. Two things. Uh, I'm going to show a little uh, recap, as you put it, that I threw together here earlier today, uh, displaying all the figures from a, our first uh, season, and um, then we will break some news regarding season two. Um, I'll get back to you guys' questions on here. I got a bunch of figures, custom figures. Uh, I do have a Pentagon Jr. I've made tons of Pentagon Juniors, but uh, here you guys go. This is going to be the video, so check it out. Cool. Can you see it? I can see, yes. Okay, so you guys, uh, we're going to have to have you see this on YouTube there, Showstopper. But uh, you guys on Instagram, here we go. This is live. Uh, this is kind of a debut. I just threw this together earlier today, so we're going to play it. If it plays. There we go. And now, on with the show. Feel so free. 
custom underground. Love it. Great video. We'll return. There you guys go. You guys seen it. So much to not announce a date. Yeah, a date too. So uh, you guys seen it there. Uh, I just threw that together. Um, you know, commemorating all of our great customs from Stop our first them, uh, three screens at once. From our first, uh, our first season, uh, we've come a long way. Thank you guys, all the customizers. Uh, with that being said, uh, we got a couple uh, ideas in store for you. Thank you. I like the thumbs up. There we go. Uh, so, season 2A, we're splitting this up. That was Pat's idea in terms of having a 2A and 2B. 2A is going to be a professional only. Um, 16 man. 16 man professional battle. Uh, now, hopefully, we've got enough uh, of, a, of a base uh, uh, following here that we can have enough 16 uh, professionals compete. Otherwise, you guys are going to have to make Showstopper compete for King of the Hill, and you guys are going to have to beat him or something. <laughs> but, uh, yes, or we have a Mexican luchador signed up. So Yeah, yeah. we got CAW coming. We're really excited. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we got huge news for 2A, but even more so 2B. Uh, after we recorded one day, we were kind of talking and discussing some ideas like, well, how could we do an amateur one? It was unfortunate we had a couple uh, pullouts, non-completes uh, in the amateurs, and that's something you can never really fully mitigate. You know, you're going to always have that. Uh, so with us, what we did was, I'm going to take off my screen sharing. I just realized that. Okay. Um, and really, it was kind of unfair to our professionals because they were competing and uh, people were no-showing and doing things like that. So, you know, and life happens. We understand that. We're not negating our amateurs that did that, but um, we felt that the professionals should have their own showcase. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we, we discussed uh, what would be the best proper platform for 2B, and that is going to be a coach versus coach type of thing. Uh, I kind of came up with the idea. UFC? Yeah, from uh, UFC, uh, Ultimate Fighter. I'm a big fight fan. Um, and so... They always have two coaches pick their teams and face off their teams against each other. And we thought this would be a perfect platform to have two uh, veterans or two uh, legend customizers kind of mentoring a team of amateurs while they compete head-to-head. -head. I want to say who they are. All right. There we this go. This is it. This is big news, guys. Judge number one, the great Biondo. Biondo is coming back, number judging a team. Two. Champion season two A, Rocket Jabroni has agreed to come on and judge and draft, and we couldn't have two better coaches, and I'm very, very excited about that. Yeah, this was uh, this was their very first matchup from the round one of this tournament. Uh, Rocket Jabroni versus Biondo. We knew uh, one of these legends was going to knock out the other, and it was a it was a head to head battle. Stuff. And uh, in round one, that should have no. been finals. So, yeah. No, uh, really quickly, to... just to elaborate on this. So basically, Biondo will pick one person. Rocket Jabroni will pick one person from the team that they think will match up really well, and the winner will pick the theme. So week one will pick, but otherwise, the winner will pick the theme, and they'll go to head to head each week, and then next week a different opponent, different, different, different. So yeah, no, it's going down. It's going down for sure. Uh, we got. Uh, the ability for Rocky Jabroni and Viano to be able to pass down their knowledge to their team, I think, is going to be instrumental because 
it'd be like me being able to send a picture uh, uh, to to a coach, and if someone sent a picture to me or showstopper, being like, hey. What do I need to do better at this? Or I'm stuck on this part. What can we do? And we can go ahead and say, use this hairpiece or use this. Uh, Rockish Brony and Beyond are going to be able to do that. Uh, they won't have to be quite as involved as if they were personally uh, competing. But they'll be able to be as involved as uh, really helping uh, to up the level of the amateur's game. And that's why we created And I think that's the important part is yeah. that we really wanted to do something that would help the amateurs to increase their talent, to get better each week. I think... We had a lot of uh, the ones that participated in our amateurs got better. Um, Ian was, you know, from one to two was amazing, the difference. And I think someone like that would really benefit from a coach. And that's why we want to do that for them. And I think it's going to be great. I mean, who better to learn from than Rocky Jabroni and Biondo? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that is our news for season 2B. And uh, we're dropping that here live, so you guys heard it first. Heard it first. And also, Showstopper is gonna judge both of them. Woo! Yep, of course we will. Uh, we'll be remaining I as a it. kind of a three-headed dragon here uh, of of me, Pat, and Showstopper. Uh, it's been a pleasure judging alongside these two, and it's been always fun uh, seeing where we all grade things. And uh, we're really happy to have him back. And uh, we're looking forward to the future. I mean, Showstopper, you got any comments or any reflections on this past season? It's been amazing. It's been amazing. Um, hats off to everyone that participated. Um, doing customs isn't that easy, no matter if you're a pro or an amateur. Once you put your brush onto plastic, it's a different level altogether. So hats off to all you guys who participated. That's and to season two, um, I can't wait to to see it start. So when is it going to be? Let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're aiming for January 20th. So if you guys are interested in competing, send us a uh, an application or, you know, why you guys want to compete your years. Same old, same old. We'll have, we'll post that. And, uh, Hopefully we can get this thing filled up, uh, so hopefully we can start towards the end of uh, January. That, and that would be the goal. Um, that's that's the goal so far, so we'll see. I mean, I hope that we'll, we'll have more interest. January 20th, we're going to have nothing to talk about, and that will be embarrassing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're really excited. We're happy to have Showstopper on board. I think it really works out because we all kind of have different views. Uh, I think we're really well-rounded um, that way, so... Uh, that being Showstopper said, is going to come up with some stuff to really challenge you. He's good at that. He'll be like, oh, I think we should do this, or I think we should do that. So <laughs> He's got lots of good don't, ideas. Don't so. believe him, guy. Don't believe him. <laughs> he's I, won't be, I won't be the cause of your, your troubles. No, no. No, no. <laughs> Season 2A, Mad Reaper, I, and Showstopper will come up with some good stuff to shake it up, as always, because we don't want you to be too complacent. So, pro. So we, let's let's answer some questions here we got from the feeder real quick right. before we jump into the final. Uh, we got a question here from Curl Joseph. This is, uh, do you think any Japan wrestler figure arts are going to release, or are the customs? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I think uh, maybe using figure arts as a base. I think would be really cool for a custom figure. Um, I know I just redid my Alistair Black, and I really wish that he could sit cross-legged. Mattel can't. Uh, so. 
It'd be cool to use some of those figures as bases, but I, I don't know as far as if any company's going to go ahead and um, pick up the licensing for New Japan. That would be really cool, though. I know. Uh, that would be very cool. I think Marty the villain's got a figure from like RevTech or something that just came out. Yeah, a couple of them have that from. Uh, figures well, like some wrestling superstore. Yeah, but, yeah. But they're really cheaply made and they're really bad. Figure arts would be so much better. <laughs> No, those things are junk. I'm not kidding around. <laughs> the, like, I got mine. The paint was already chipping. The parts were super loose. It, yeah, I wouldn't buy it again. Yeah, it's like a, it's like they use the old Jack's Ruthless Aggression molds, it looks like. Um, yeah, but, pretty much. Know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we got another one here. C.A.W. He is the first contestant of the second season. We're really excited. Got a... Got a great customizer from Mexico coming back. Um, well, coming for the first time. So we're really excited to have him here. Um, let's hopefully have some more of our British friends come. The NWF would be cool to have him back over here. Um, we got a, another question. We want to be from, worldwide. Yeah, we, we want to be worldwide. Uh, we got another question here from uh, Zach Gideon. What do you think about Clash of the Champions this weekend? Thoughts? This is a good matchup. Some... Looking forward to it. Some championships, and I forget the card off the top of my head, but... Well, it's Ginger versus AJ. You know, it's SmackDown. Ginger versus AJ, uh, and Sammy Zans, and uh, Kevin Owens' careers online, right? Yeah, I think so. I think... Uh, I'm not sure about that match. Um, and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is starting to go heel, so that's interesting storyline. It's tough. I mean, I can never really get too excited about SmackDown. Uh, I think it makes sense that they took the belt off Jinder, given the <laughs> his his lackadaisical uh, improvement. But uh, he, he was a good heel. I think he started coming around. I think they're doing uh, Shinsuke and uh, Orton as a team, which is really weird to me. Um, doesn't really make sense. But They uh, just kind of put that together. That's poor writing. I guess but... if it works, you know. Um, it's like we don't have anything for Shinsuke to do, so let's just throw him in this match with Randy Orton against <laughs> Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So I guess I'm, I'm oh. kind of looking forward to. It. I guess uh, I'm, I'm more of a Raw guy. I just got tickets for Elimination Chamber today too, so we going down there in Vegas. That's like my second home, so I'm excited. Um, other than that, I don't know. Clash the Champions. I can kind of take it or leave it. Uh, We'll answer another question here before we get to our final scorecards. We got one that says, from Kid Famous 6 what is personally your most favorite custom figure that you've made? I'm going to pawn this one off to Showstopper real quick. And if you guys got another question for Showstopper, we got them on the line here, so shoot away. But Showstopper, what is your personal favorite custom that you've made? Oh, man. I've been asked that a lot of times. <laughs> and I have a, a definite answer. Ooh. Um. So I don't know. Uh, My um, favorite your Velveteen Dream. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. It's so but tough. I don't, I don't know. Um, but then I can say that about every time you come out with a new figure, I'm like, oh, that's my favorite. And then you come out with another one, I'm like, oh, that's my favorite. So <laughs> God doesn't make I, a bad custom. Uh, there, I don't have a single favorite. I really can't decide which one I like the most among all, among all that I've made. But uh, two of them stand out. I think because 
of the difficulty that I endured making them. And um, uh, it's the angle that I've made and karma. Those Ooh, two yeah. gave me such a challenge and uh, it's burned into my mind. I, 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 I can still hear me screaming in my head <laughs> how hard it was. So yeah, I guess those two. That's um, awesome. What was the uh, so the, it's kind of the hardest for you? That was those two were the most challenging. Um, each one of them is challenging. Uh, but um, I don't know if it's uh, if it's funny, but the most challenging isn't from one particular custom that I've made it's the most challenging for me is when I paint white and red together for some reason it's so hard the red when you hold the custom you paint red right and then yeah. you paint white for some reason the red will kind of stain the white and you gotta do it all over again oh, man. I, 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 let me tell you white and red Man, that's the hardest for me. I love that. I mean, I, speaking of which, I know you probably can't see it, but I'll, I'll be posting pictures later tonight. I just finished this Shawn Michaels. It's one of my favorite attires, uh, all white with the black zebra stripes nice. and the, the red, uh, the red outlined hearts with the micro black outline inside with the silver inside. Um, this custom was super challenging. I'll give you guys. That's, I'm plugging my stuff. Uh, but. I agree. I mean, red is is one of those colors. It's like mixing a color with black. Like you, you if you use too much, not even if you use too much, but it's just one of those colors that leeches on everything else. So like with yep. red, it just dyes everything else. And if I go out of the lines, I'm like, shit. Now I got a pink stain here. I either need to make this heart more red or wider or less. But it's unfortunate because those two are one of my favorite, two of my favorite colors. And I'm doing the Ultimate Warrior, uh, the comic book version. Uh, that's the same color scheme. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of those colors, but I couldn't agree more. They are so tough. Uh, we actually got a couple other co questions, uh, comments. Another person said that Velveteen Dream was amazing. That's Kid Famous. Uh, Thank you. I agree. That is an amazing Velveteen. I want to do a Velveteen now, too, because I want to do the uh, War Games one. Um, uh, we got another one here that says, um, Showstopper, who is your most favorite customer? I don't think you'd want to answer that. They're all his it's me. favorites. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I refuse to answer that. <laughs> there we that. go. That's the proper answer. All of them. Oh, let's see. Do you ever think of doing stop motion wrestling matches with customs? Uh, I don't. I don't really like to play with any of my figures. I don't do any of that. Um, it's crazy. Like I collect a couple wrestling figures. I like to do my customs, but then uh, my main collection is my six-scale Hot Toys figures. I'm a big six-scale guy. I have two display cabinets outside that is full of them. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got yeah, another I don't one really here. play with mine either. I uh, I pose them a lot, you know, on different things. But, yeah, I'm not a big, ooh, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I mean, those guys that can do stop motion, more credit to them. That's amazing. and That's really yeah. cool. But uh, this I, agree. Out there. I agree. I just can't. I can't do it. I don't have that patience. Um, I was just about to say patience. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I 
Move slightly, move slightly, move slightly, yeah. Here's another one that says, uh, you guys hear, did, did you guys hear that Rockstar Spud, he's going to 205 Live, and so is Hideo Tommy. I feel like a day or um, Tommy should be on the main roster instead of 205 Live. It's just going to kill his career. Uh, well, I'd like to say from the very beginning, they've watched everything that has to do with Hideo Tommy's. Yeah. They've watched everything. I mean, he's never had a fair shot at really, you know, being the guy or really in any good angles, you know, and that's partly because he got injured, which is on him. But when he came back, they just, you know, had him here, had him there. I think they've done horrible things with that character. I think it would be good for him to be on 205 live. If he can also appear on the main roster at times. Yeah. I mean, I think he could definitely up 205 live. Uh, 205 live is a sinking ship and they need to get some big names there. <laughs> It's just, I mean, yeah, absolutely. The big reason it is, too, is because no one cares about the matches. And I think um, it's tough because you don't have the star power that really, you know, will will raise that level of interest. Um, I can say, though, I've studied all these Alistair matches doing these paint jobs. My latest one is War Games one. Just finished him yesterday. Um, and I could say Velveteen, the Adam Cole one yesterday, those were all great matches. Uh but man, the most technically sound one was that with that Hideo, Hideo. Uh, that was such a great match, uh, so solid, so stiff, and so perfect. Uh, I mean, and that's mainly just because of that ending to the Velveteen match. I was, I was like, oh, you guys were doing so good. And then how did he get tangled up in that rope? That makes no sense. Why? Why did you ruin a perfect match? Yeah, didn't even make that spot wasn't worth it either. Like, uh, I don't know, but. Other than that, what a phenomenal match. Velveteen is amazing. I'm a big fan of both those guys. Uh, but I hope they use the Tommy right. Um, and then uh, Alistair better sure as hell go to the main roster because I'll be very upset if he goes to 205 Live. I think, if anything, his match with Adam Cole, uh, his match with Adam Cole proved that he could hang with the big boys uh, and that he's bigger than Finn, you know, like muscle size-wise. So I don't see why... He can't go on there, and he has—he's had nothing but great matches. I hope. I hope don't he has it. a. Don't even get me started on Finn. They misused <laughs> him too. The way they've used him is horrible. So uh, we got. Yeah, let's. Uh, we got another one here. This is. Did you guys ever collect uh, the TNA Jack Specific figures? Yeah, I, I did absolutely. not, but Pat did. Uh, Showstopper. Well, Which I'm ones you Jeff collect? Jarrett fan, so when they had Jeff Jarrett figures out, boom. I have a. Uh, I have a couple signs. Yeah, so. That's good. Father Mitchell, I met him at karaoke. He signed my figure, so that was cool. Who was that? Father Mitchell. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. I like him. He was doing karaoke. It was really kind of weird, but, you know. I was going to be, he's a big karaoke guy, yeah. If I was going to be a professional wrestler, uh, I would have him be my manager. I don't see why he's not being used more, because he should be. He's a great manager. Yeah, he is. I Um, really like his work. So, that being said... Let's get on to the main event, the finale. Here we go. We're going to crown our first champion. We got Rocket Jabroni taking on the NWF in a head-to-head match. And both guys brought this. They brought their A game. There are no losers. Well, one person's getting $300 and one's not. Yeah. One's getting $300. Uh, Thank you to a mystery donor and showstopper who both raised the pot and... uh, Oh, Biondo has a champion with a good idea, though. James Mitchell with Alistair Black. I would love that. 
That'd be so that cool. Is a great idea. <laughs> that was a great idea. Okay. Uh, I'd love that. But um, yeah. So we got here. We go. Our scorecards. Pat, you want to knock kick us off? What are we going first, Rock or we the NWF? With... We'll give Rock yeah. Roney the uh, professional courtesy since he's the NWF. I, I gotta say this. Uh, the NWF though. Uh, sh- congrats, brother! Like you kicked ass. You you fought tooth and nail to get here. And you had to go up against Dog Crack. Dog Crack's another one of our legends. Um, man, just tough matchups right out of the gate. And uh, the NWF proved that he deserved a spot here in this main matchup. And uh, we knew eventually it'd be Rocket Roni and the NWF facing off one day, this tournament or the next. And uh, so just wanted to shout out the NWF. Big props for joining, coming in here. Um, go ahead, Pat. Sorry. I, I agree. think WF had the tougher challenge because he had to go up against your Gangrel. So I waited till today to judge it because I didn't want that to play a factor. Let your Gangrel sit for a while. And I thought he did a really good job. Um, I really didn't think a cloth shirt would work, but it did. It did. That was a nice touch. The uh, blood, the necklace, the boots, all well done. Uh, he should be very proud. I gave him nine an overall presentation. Uh, 10 on painting skills, uh, 9 on likeness originality, uh, 7 on complexity. It wasn't as complex as some of the others, and 9 on workmanship for a total of 45. Well done. I think it was an excellent custom, and it will look great in someone's home if you choose to sell it. I think he is selling it, actually. We should plug that. It's uh, actually on eBay now, I believe, he said. Um, So if you guys want it, go check it out. It's a huge figure. Um, I'll go ahead and let Showstopper give his uh, thoughts on Gangrel, um, what he liked, what he didn't like, before I show him. Go ahead and show mine, because I do have something to say about me making one beforehand. That was not intentional, and I, I felt like an asshole for it. So, Showstopper? All right. Um, again, I don't have my specs, but uh, I gave uh, Gangrel a total of 46. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Um, very nice. Three- it's a clean custom. I, I really like it. Um, especially those boots. I love those. Oh, those boots are uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, I also like the head choice. I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, just a minor uh, critique of it. The, the, that head, because of that choice, it's kind of big or, uh, I, I don't know, fat or something. Not fat, really big. Yeah. On Mattel thing, but you know, um, it isn't as how can you say it as contour as it should be for a gangrel. But uh, but then again, it's a very very excellent choice. Um, clean custom uh, paint apps done nicely. The blood was nice. Um, the logo on the side of the tights uh, done well. So yeah, forty six. Wow. Yeah. I would like to say. That this is our first season, and as we go on the season, we've learned lots of things. And had this been season two, we probably would have learned from our mistake and probably would have asked them to pick a different character. So that's what you learn. It's a tournament. We're new at this. We're doing our best. But, you know, these are things you learn as you go along. Yeah, I think absolutely. And to, to add to that, you know, the, the, the when it comes to creativity here, we are limited to the character that he got assigned for lack of a better word. Um, and so the NWF really had a uphill battle here because 
he had a character where his shirt hides about 50% of the whole figure. So, um, it's tough because I'm sure he wouldn't have wanted to do a Gangrel figure as his final piece. And he really kind of got the short end of the stick with that. I, I believe that was Lonely Bone Dust's uh, suggestion. Um, he got the short I, end of the stick, too, because Rocket Jabroni's figure played to his strengths. And so, now, if he had a tough time uh, making that, it didn't show. It didn't show. That's, that, that is a huge compliment because uh, he did make that look very flawless, actually. Um, I can't help but think, like, what would we be looking at if the NWF, if it would have just been him and Rock Jabroni, um, and, and they would have picked each other's because essentially that would have meant that the NWF is was going to do Aleister Black. And how would have an Aleister Black figure turned out from the NWF? Uh, to me, that would make it so much more, uh, man, that would have been an amazing match, really. Also, I think it's very cool how two people can look, like with our one-off, two people can look at the same person and do things different, you know? Yeah. Like not the same version, not the same, you know? I think that's really cool about looking at customs, and I think he would have done an excellent Elks or Blacks, and I think that he uh, brought it with Gangrel, and we'll see who wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so with the NWF, I got my scores here. I gave him a 49. Um, really, uh, overall nice. presentation, I thought it was a 10. I, I loved the Gangrel. Uh, you know, finding a gauntlet is what I did. I didn't knock off anything because it's so hard to find that little piece. Um, painting skills, I thought was amazing. Uh, and, and I kind of even rolled in the... Uh, the sewing into the workmanship, but the sewing, man, I gotta say, what a job on the shirt. The NWF uh, he made the shirt. Yeah, he made that himself. Um, wow. I also like necklace. I forgot to mention awesome. that. Yeah, what an amazing, what an amazing shirt with the ruffles. I know. I even talked to Gareth before I did my gang roll, and was like, "Hey, could you know, could we do a, a ruffle shirt?" And he's like, uh, "Man, that's gonna be tough." So I was like, "You know, I'll sculpt it." <laughs> but um, nonetheless, I gotta say too, uh, with exactly what Showstopper said. Those boots are amazing. Uh, I will admittedly say that I copped out on picking my boots because I was like, I'm not going to sculpt those big-ass things because Gangrel had some badass boots, and that was not easy to switch out for anything. Later on, he had a more simpler boot, kind of like uh, what I ended up going with with my Undertaker on mine. But, uh, man, the NWF killed his boots. Th those were great. Those were perfect. Even the flames on the boots were so so well executed. I love that base of the Nasty Boys boots with the chain. Uh, I wish we could utilize that boot more because it is such a cool mold. Um, but nonetheless, uh, the, the decals on the tights, the tights were flawless. The blood was epic, so flawless too. Um, I can't say anything bad about this custom other than just a, a likeness and originality. And with that even, I gotta say that his looks more like the actual character of Gangrel than mine did. So, uh, you know, that's that's something that Pat really said earlier to make me uh, feel better, I think, but it actually makes sense, is that you never know, like, I can't feel bad about doing my Gangrel because uh, the NWF went ahead and killed it, you know, and, and that's um, yeah. absolutely props to him. I love And that. it's on eBay, so search it out, find it, bid, buy. Yeah, so we got the NWF forty nine out of fifty. I this figure was so near perfect. I just uh, you know, in any other round it would have had a fifty, but to me, 
uh, the Gangrel's got such a tough hit to get because his hit is so, and I say this with the most uh, kindness that it's it's so disproportionate, you know, like to his body. Um, and he's got one of those necks that is like a tree trunk, like he's just built huge. Um, so, Pat. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. All right, let's move on to Rocket Jabroni with Eric Young. Someone was just asking about this on our Custom Underground Instagram page, asking how to make it, and I referred him to Rocket Jabroni, so hopefully he can help him out. Uh, I love the boots. Uh, the accessories were great, and I really, really like that head choice. It screams Eric Young, so I just gave him perfect score. Wow. Nice. Very well worth it. Well, he earned it, definitely. Showstopper? All right. Um, I gave it a total of 49. Ooh. Um, when I heard that Eric Young is going to be made, the first thing, well, the only thing that um, came to my mind are those boots. I've always wanted to see someone take on that style of boots. Um, I've, been, I've personally, I've been waiting for someone to order that from me because I really want the challenge of doing those boots. But seeing how Raka made them. I ain't gonna take any orders for that anymore. <laughs> I was just gonna say, hit up Showstop for Eric Young for you. <laughs> those, those, those are amazing boots, man. Um, how they were made, the idea behind it. Um, personally, I would have, or um, thinking about it, if I will make those, I would have sculpted them. But uh, how Raka made them, so it's ingenious. I love it. Um, then there's the head choice, which is also really, really good. Um, I agree that it does uh, scream Eric Young. And what else? Uh, the details, the trunk details, uh, the trunks, uh, the details on it, the jacket itself, the tattoos. Man, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, the only reason I gave it one point less of a perfect score. It's probably just uh, probably nitpicking. Uh, it's probably the choice of the the, the vest that was uh, used. But other than that, it's a, it's really a small small detail. That Eric Young man, I ain't gonna be making any of those anymore. <laughs> uh, really quickly, go to Rock of Jabroni. Uh, is it Rock of Jabroni Customs? Yep. Go to his Instagram page and look at the picture of the tattoos and how he laid it out. If you're looking to do tattoos, that's a good start to look at that picture. He lays it out. He talked about it I here am. on the show. So that's the person you want to look at for that. Yeah, last episode. And, you know, I got to say, uh, these guys, all you guys are as much of an inspiration to me as uh, as I I don't want to say I'm an inspiration to you, but I get a lot of pictures of a lot of denim shorts. So I hope you guys are kicking ass with those. But uh, I gotta—I I redid my Alistair Black tattoo because of how badass Rocket Jabroni uh, pulled out his tattoo on Eric Young. Um, and oh, before I show my scorecard, I just gotta say um, 
this was such a tough contest. Um, and, and for me, I got to say, I was proven wrong. Uh, when I I didn't ever pick Rock Jordan to lose, but I remember having this, this conversation, uh, me and Pat, and then uh, Showstopper talked about it with each other uh, afterwards, too. And that was, I always thought Rock Jabroni's style was so clean that it was like, it was like showstoppers. Like you, you can't tell which one is made by Mattel and which one's not. And and we kind of talked about these two different kinds of styles where you tend to fall into factory made or like uh, a gritty, a grittier style. And I and I said that I was grittier, like a uh, dog crack. Um, I feel like I could see the grit inside this Eric Young, and I couldn't have been happier with how this figure turned out because this figure. Uh, spoke to me on so many levels and and out of those names that were chosen i mean i'm biased because i've made alistair and gangrel uh but i was both not as excited to see eric young because i don't really care for him uh but I, I also thought he might have been the easiest one and after i talked to showstopper i know that he was actually going to be one of the hardest ones and uh actually that's where the whole concern of the boots came from because showstopper pointed that out but uh with that being said that the tattoos are just perfect. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And uh, with that being said, I gave him a perfect score. Uh, I just could not find anything wrong with this figure. Congratulations, Rocka Jabroni. You are the ultimate champion. Congratulations, man. Congratulations, brother. Uh, yeah, and so with that being said, Rocka Jabroni. I just want to reiterate really quickly. This has been 20 almost weeks in the making. Thank you to all the fans. Thank you for everyone who signed up. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. Thank you to the Mad Reaper being an awesome co-host. Thank you for Showstopper being an awesome judge. And thank you for Nick Manua for getting us on iTunes and all those great places. When I want to say uh, thank you too, Pat. Uh, we've been a we've been a great dynamic duo from the from the first point we we hit this off. We kind of jumped off to the deep end, not knowing what we were getting into. But uh, you know, next thing he told me, he told me he ordered fifteen trophies, and I'm like, well, we're doing this, and and uh, we did it, <laughs> we did it, and uh, showstopper. Thanks, brother. Now for we're joining trophies. us. Uh, yeah, now we now on the next season. But here, you guys heard it first. Rocket Jabroni's our champion. Um, congrats, Rocka. You earned it. You, you, man, flawless victory. Yeah. All the way, all the way to the top. So, uh, I think he said he's going to be stepping off for next season. Um, because he's, yeah. he's got a newborn. Congrats on the newborn. Um, congrats. Yeah. Absolutely. Congrats too. So, uh, you know, like, uh, we'll be back for season two B to be a coach. The title is going to be vacant going into season two for the professionals. So, we will crown a new champion. We can say that here. And uh, so the NWF, don't be discouraged, brother. You kicked ass. Uh, title's yours to lose, you know, really. <laughs> and I just want to say, and I'm not going to announce it right now, but we have a special surprise for the Season 2 winner. Yep, yeah. Stay tuned. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in 2018. It's been an awesome way to wrap up 2017. Uh, 2018 is going to be our year. we got a couple oh, – we got more than a couple. we got a lot of surprises in store. And from the beginning, customizer to the venture. New year, Yannicka. Remember, uh, I just seen this quote the other day, and I think it, it's worth repeating. Uh, the master has failed more times than the beginners ever tried. So uh, me or Joey didn't get as good as we did overnight. You guys know that. Rockage Roni knows that. Biondo, we all worked at it. So if you're starting and you're wondering picking up customs, 
make that your damn New Year's resolution. January 1st, start making customs, and then we'll be here to guide you along the entire process. So And also, check out uh, Falcon, our good buddy, Falcon Customs. He's got some great videos if you're just starting videos, out. Yeah. Um, he's got one about the, uh, extending the AJ hair, a couple things like that. He's put out some really good videos. He's kicking butt, so check him out on YouTube. Yeah, go subscribe. Go subscribe to him because he's growing his channel and uh, he's putting out content every day. So uh, that Raven hair one was awesome, and go check it out. Yeah, so uh, we'll see you guys next year. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right. Thank you for making us great. Thanks for joining us, Showstopper. My pleasure. Talk to you guys later. Custom Underground.